of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome to Where We Landed. We are excited about our guest this week. Um, my name is Scott Miller, and I have two co-hosts today. One is Alicia Hazelwood. Hello, hello. And the other is Iris Brunner. hey And we are super excited uh, to start our show today with a little trivial pursuit. Scott is up five to four to three I'm to coming one. for you. Yep, good luck. Um, well, I am Iris Brunner, and I have decided that the competition is getting way too steep. <laughs> and I'm going to ask the questions. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so are you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. We're just going to continue on with our Trivial Pursuit questions, and we're going to go straight down. Um, there are six questions. Um, our guest can also answer. Uh, the guests are on the board. They do have a point. So, And it is the first to answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just trying to help you build up some Thank pressure you. I'm, right I'm now. I'm ready you, to go. How, how's your blood pressure? It's good. Okay. Okay. First Do I question. get a call a friend? Can I text Jane for the answer? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first question. What is the Japanese art of growing miniaturized trees and shrubs? Bonsai? Yes! I was going to say, I thought they were bonsai trees. Yep. Um, that was our guest, Mary. She uh, got the first point. See? Okay. Um, <laughs> no, the next, good thing. I don't know what the categories are. I'm guessing we don't know what the categories are. I'm guessing are. this one is entertainment. Which rap star's real name is Curtis James Jackson the third? Tupac. Nope. P. Diddy. Nope. Biggie. Nope. <laughs> Just keep guessing. Dang That's it. good. Keep going. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly? No, no. That's pretty good, mm, though. That was a good guess. All right. Think Puff Mar- Daddy. No. I already she said that. Oh, think said Diddy. Diddy. Puff Daddy. Think Same money. Think money. Uh-huh. Two quarters. 50 cent. Yes, Alicia. <laughs> 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 okay, point to Alicia. Um, I would have got it eventually. <laughs> I just had to keep guessing. Okay, next question. Which Swedish prime minister was assassinated while walking home from the cinema in 1986? I got nothing. No idea. Yeah, this yeah. one's, um, it's Olaf Palme, and he regularly traveled without his bodyguard. It's a okay. bad move. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Bad those bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. Um, while a Briton in the bathroom would use the word tap, what word might American use? Sink. Toilet. Nope. Faucet. Pot it. Faucet. Great job. <laughs> Guests have two points now. Faucet. Good job. Yes. Okay. I was all ready with the water closet answer. Oh, water closet. That's what they call that's a that's good what they one. Call about the, the Louvre. The Louvre, the water, yeah. water closet. Okay. This one I think is science. Uh, how many moons does the planet Jupiter have? 15 to 30, 45 to 60, or more than 60? Jupiter? I'm going to say more than 60. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Dang it. Back she up. says, more, <laughs> more than 60 new moons are regularly being discovered. Wow. Oh. I don't, what's, and we don't know what the year is on this. I have no idea. I found it at Goodwill. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, so, and I think this one, I, I thought. So where are we one. at? Two, one, and one? Yeah. Yep. All right. Two, one, and one. All right. Which piece in chess Moves two squares in one direction, followed by one square at a right Night. angle. Mm, okay, I didn't even have to finish the. That's correct. <laughs> what was it? A knight. A knight. He moves in an L. Yeah. Two this way, yep. one that way, or yeah. one this way and two that way. Yep. There we go. Good job. All right, Alicia. Thank my dad that for that one. That was all six. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys tied now? Uh, yeah. Guests have three. I have three. 
Alicia has six. Oh, Alicia has seven. Oh, because nobody got Swedish prime minister. And Scott has six. So Alicia just pulled into the lead. What? All right. <laughs> As she's dancing. Did you okay. get three? Did I get three or are we tied you now? two. I got night. All right. We'll, move on. we'll let we'll let Iris count it up. Iris will figure it out. One. It is my honor. Dang it. It is my honor. Scott was right. I only have two, so therefore we are tied. Again, my honor to introduce our guests for today is Mary Eckerly. Um, she is the executive director of the Marion Library, and we are excited to have you here. And Mary, you've listened to our podcast before. You're a regular listener. So we start every episode with kind of the same question. How did you end up here in Grant County? Are you a lifer? Did you move here? And how did you land? Okay, I am not a lifer here. And I moved here in 1984 because of my husband's job. He That was the year that he um, became director of the Grant County Economic Growth Council. And so we moved here on a cold January day. 1984. I feel like we've been here though for years and years. I mean, yeah. we raised our family here, and but I noticed that if you're not a lifer, it it makes a difference. Like if I can talk about last night's Absolutely. debates, a lot of the guys um, made a point of saying, you know, I'm lifelong Grant County, and I kept thinking, well, what if I want to run for office? Yeah. <laughs> Is it a bad thing <laughs> if I've I don't? I've been here 36 years. I've only been here 36 I years. I know. But yes, I came here from South Bend. Okay, that's what I was going to ask next is what part, like, from where did you move here? Well, I moved here from Harvey, Illinois. Okay. That's where we first were after we were married. But I'm from South Bend originally. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So okay. born in South Bend? Born in South Bend. Okay. Where is Harvey? So I grew up in Illinois. Where's Harvey, Illinois? Harvey is one of the south suburbs of Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tough suburb. Yeah. It really is. It's It was, when we moved there, it was the highest crime rate in oh, wow. um, Chicago. But lots of good people. Yeah. So came here in 1984. So what's your favorite thing about Grant County after being here for, was that 36, 38 years? The math's right? 38 yeah, years? Yeah, I did the math last night, but it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite thing, and again, I keep thinking about the debates or the <laughs> forum last night. I, I mean, there's places that I could talk about, but I think my favorite thing is the community. Oh, I thought you were going to say the library. I was going to oh. say, we want you to talk about the places, I really thought too. you were going to say the library. Is, I um well, we'll get there. Okay. Don't worry. I'll talk about that a lot if Great. you want. Yes. But no, I, I have found community here. I've found friendship. I've found um, that it's, it's a wonderful place. Awesome. And I could yeah. go on. So what about places? You said a couple places came to your head where? Well, obviously, I love Modder Park. Okay. And obviously, and obviously, I think that the best kept secret is the library yes. that has a museum mm -hmm. attached to it, which is rare in Indiana. Um, not that many public libraries have museums attached to it. And it is a Carnegie. It is a Carnegie <laughs> building, yes. Mm -hmm. it. I love the Greenway. Um, throughout the county. Um, I think we've walked a lot of the Greenway, and I think that's wonderful. I think one of my favorite things is the river. Mm. I I love the river. I Whenever I go home, I always have to take river roads so I can go down it. It always gives me, rivers everywhere always give me a sense of peace. And sometimes if I'm just out driving or, um, I don't know, I love to go all the way down the river, you know, where it goes out toward Avondale mm -hmm. and White Ridge. I just think it's a pretty river and rivers should be celebrated. Mm -hmm. Well, not every community has a river that runs through it, right? So it's a book. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> or a movie. <laughs> or a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. And I always thought when um 
Aletha Dunstan was here and she was planning director. We talked about, and I think it's it was in the master plan that she wrote, mm-hmm. that over by Johnstown, there was going to, they were going to do something like make a little lake part where you could move the river a little bit and put um, a park over there. Mm. And I always thought that would be the coolest thing. And through the years, people have talked about developing different things on the river. Right. It's beautiful. So go to the library. Okay. Um, so what what year <laughs> did you um, get involved with the library? Was that right after you moved here or has that been something that's... Uh... No, I... I started at the library in 86. Okay. I, um, I, I came here with a child, um, and then I had another child in 85. And then I started part, part-time, part, part, part-time, which is neat about the library. We have a lot of part-timers, and I worked in the reference section and in the children's section. And then um, I did that. I did a little bit of cataloging. Which I don't like. She made a yucky face. Yes. And then in 1987, I had another child. And then in 1988, I became the children's librarian. And I was very fortunate. I worked for Ken and Sue Israel. I was very fortunate that when I started, they allowed me to do it part time. And I did it part time for a lot. I mean, as my kids were growing up, so I was head of a department part time. But it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we, I think that we had a wonderful children's section. We still do, and we excelled at programming. And we excelled. Um, I did a lot of outreach because mm-hmm. I, be- I really feel that a library isn't just. A, a set of books that we have to get out there into the community. And then when Sue Israel became director, she asked if I would attend board meetings with her and help take minutes and um, be there. She was, she was scheming. I got to know Sue recently, and yeah, she was scheming. She had a plan. Mm-hmm. She had a plan. So in two, she retired in 2004. And I moved up to director. Oh, wow. So I've been director since 2004. I have to say the children's room job was my dream job. I loved it. And I was just talking to them. They had 50 in their story time today. Way too many. And they said, what are we going to do? And I, I just kept thinking, I'd like to do a story time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it. But um, I think that being director has been interesting. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say growing up in this community, I was a child of the library. That was the one thing my mom always did with us. You know, even if, you know, maybe we didn't have money to go here or go there, she always took us to the library. And <laughs> I remember the old before I we moved into the new part. If you went down there. It was okay. the old part. That's where the I always old went. library. Like she would always just kind of deposit me down there, which was definitely one thing I would say about the library that has definitely been cultivated is that like the children's area is for children. And I even remember that when I was a kid, like I could touch things and I wouldn't get in trouble for this or don't mess with that. Right. I do always remember there being a furry friend of some sort. Yeah, we don't have furry friends anymore. They oh, all passed no. On. oh, no. Aww. Has that been recent? I think, I think. Arleta, Arleta, she's mm-hmm. Garfield's friend. Arlene. Yes, mm-hmm. she died, I think, during COVID. Aww. Yeah. Oh, Man. we've had, we've had gerbils. We've had yes. those white rats. We've had, um, <laughs> <laughs> always a friend. All those friend. little, the yeah. last bunch were um, guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. Yeah. And yeah. they, they seem better because most of the, most of the animals, the gerbils, mm-hmm. they were all nocturnal. So the kids would come and they'd, you know, be banging on oh. the cage to wake them up, trying to sleep. And feeding them stickers oh. and that oh. type of thing. But the hedgehogs were very much a lot, you know, yeah, alert when the kids came in, and so we had we had quite a run of guinea pigs. Yeah. Two questions for you. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go. I'll bring it up later. Um, so you mentioned the libraries of Carnegie. 
The old library is a Carnegie. Right. So which is the museum now. That was our old library. And where's the is the museum right on the it's library attached. campus? It's attached. Yes. Attached. Yes, okay. we're attached. We had a um we had the new building, which is the library now, mm-hmm. built in um it started in eighteen eighty nine or nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> I'm sorry, and then opened in ninety one. And then we turned our Carnegie building into a museum. And yes. the museum is a museum for what? Grant County. Grant County. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just Grant County Museum. It Scott, is you need a, we, I, need, we need to take you on a tour. Well, yeah. I do. You need to go I check do. out yeah, the library. It's so yeah. wonderful. I think we need to have awesome. Evan even video it, and maybe we could give that to you as like some promo stuff. That would be that would be great. <laughs> yes. You need to bring Leo so we can take him to the children's section. Oh, yeah. Do you awesome. have a Leo? I have a Leo. Do you I, really? I have a Leo too. That's right. You do. I don't have a Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Hunter and a Gavin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as a kid, so that's what my mom did as mm-hmm. well, took us. And I remember, now I didn't grow up here, but in the town that I did grow up in, they had gerbils or guinea pigs or whatever it was, and that was a big deal. So is there still a library card that you have to get to, mm-hmm. to be able to check out library books? And is it a two-week Return policy or how? how, how? It's three weeks. Three weeks. Oh. Three weeks return. And um, yeah, you, you do need a library card. Yeah. And is it different price if you live in the community versus out of the community? Like, or is there just one price for a, a library card? No, we do have non-resident cards because it's a... Uh, uh, Iris go. just handed oh, over her library, library card. card. The most important card in your it wallet. Is. Yeah. It is. It's a city library Fueled by property taxes, yep. so and there's a non-resident fee, and this was set by set by the legislature. So it's not oh, you just want to gouge us, you know, because we're right. living in the um, county. We offer a non-resident card for sixty dollars a year, yep. but we do um, make it thirty or fifteen if you want to just do three months, because we know that there's snowbirds here. Yeah. So, and organizations can get library cards too, right? Organizations can get nonprofit cards. Mm-hmm. I, I know that yours does and yours mm-hmm. does. Awesome. Right. So, yep. so it's it's a good deal. I, I know that some of our surrounding counties, it's a lot higher, their non-resident fee. Yeah. But it's, if you think about an, a non-resident fee and you think about um, buying books on Amazon, or going to the store and getting magazines, um, renting movies. I mean, we have DVDs. We also have something called Hoopla. Do you do Hoopla? Okay. I Hoopla. don't. I do Libby, too. And Libby. Mm-hmm. So you can go online and access ebooks. Because I read on my Kindle all the time. Yeah, you can you can access audiobooks e-books and audiobooks and i think on libby there's magazines um i'm more into hoopla than libby but um oh it's wonderful i told my sister-in-law about hoopla during covid because she said she missed going to the library she missed she lives up in elkhart and i told her about hoopla and i said i'm sure elkhart has it and they do and she she was she's a reading fiend now I mean, <laughs> she's reading all the time it's i think kelly turner she got her hoopla up she just went to the caribbean mm-hmm. and she said that she was able to access her hoopla account and read every day out there on the water you know i'm just thinking as i'm sitting here so i have like kendall unlimited which is and I guess as long as I'm reading, you don't care, but I love, love trashy romance novels. So <laughs> that's like, if it's a Kindle Unlimited trashy romance, I'm totally into it. So, but I pay $10 a month for my Kindle Unlimited. Now, obviously that works for mine and Hunter's Kindle. Okay. But that's 120 bucks a year. Right. So the library is six, you know, half that cost. Um do you like Kindle Unlimited? Like give little, oh, if you're reading lots of this, you should read these too. Does it do that kind of stuff for you? No, but you can go on Google and do that all the time. Oh, okay. If you like John Grisham, here's books like John Grisham. Yeah. And we act we have some bookmarks like that. Like if you like Jody Pico, okay. you'll like this. If you like serial killers, you'll you know. Well, but when you get on Hoopla, you can search by genre. Right. Mm. right? So, and once you do that, I mean, you just yeah. go down through there. Because I mean, that, the ones you like that might, and, mm-hmm. 
I'll have to figure out whether it works with my Kindle or not. Well, because I have a Kindle Paperwhite. I mean, can you should be able to download the but, app? Yeah. It's an app. Hoopla is an app, so yeah, and that's another thing you can check out because there are some Kindles that it's not very compatible with. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. thinking paper. It's a Paperwhite. It's just be. reading. <laughs> I, I think, but I can read from my phone anyway. Solving all so the world's are we all problems. I know. Well, yeah. it's gonna. Now? It, I have it already. It, <laughs> it could cut my reading cost in half yeah. annually by Absolutely. working with the library. And so. I don't understand why people. Do, uh, a lot of people came on during COVID, mm-hmm. even um, when we were closed, and we weren't closed very long. But people mm-hmm. would call and say, "How can I access?" hoopla how can i and that that was a seller in itself but i think i think if people only knew and we we try and market 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 but that's and i'm sure do you live in indy i do well north of indy in hamilton county okay well i know that they have it yeah what what um what are the hours for the library here locally the um monday through friday nine to seven saturday eleven to four Okay. We haven't returned to pre-COVID hours. I don't know if we'll go back to Sundays. Most of the libraries haven't. Mm. Um, we just weren't getting the foot the, traffic. The foot traffic, right? Yeah. So, is there anything you've you've been at the library since '85? You said I think you started yes. as a. Uh, so, is there 86. any like '86? Yeah. Any like pre-work before you go to the library? Like, how do you get ready to? go to the library every day is there anything that you like hey i gotta psych myself up or i've gotta have my cup of coffee is there any pre so you're asking for a morning routine before she goes to work yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh well made it sound like oh i I gotta get ready to go to the library (laughs) you know how did i become a librarian oh i'd like to know that's fun too that's Mm -hmm. a better question yeah well answer that one we can go to the morning routine (laughs) (laughs) um i I was a um, history major and a political science major in college, Mm -hmm. and I did not take education with it. I mean, I did not take teacher education, you know, certification "Mm, to become a teacher. So when you graduate with a history degree. And a poli-sci degree. And a a (laughs) poli-sci degree. I, I started out in nursing, and I thought I really wanted to be a nurse. But this these were the days when um, it, it was really kind of fun. The country was a mess, but um, I wanted – I love politics. I still do. And I loved history. So you can go into library science from any – any type of degree. A history degree, I think, is a good one. But um, so I did that. And then I took some time off and I worked at Notre Dame. I am a Notre Dame fan. Mm -hmm. And I worked there for a couple of years. And then I went back to graduate school and got a master's in library science. Where did you do your undergrad work at? You've never heard of it. Um, it's called Nazareth College, and it's in it was in Kalamazoo, Michigan. It was a small Catholic college, yeah. and it has since closed. Oh no! And Western Michigan. Then I went to Western Michigan in Kalamazoo okay. to get my master's um, in their library science department closed <laughs> oh man i was gonna say and where did you pick tim up in this journey yeah right where did you pick tim up because <laughs> okay. well, yes, we, we love that tim brought you here okay. <laughs> yes. well i i was working in mishawaka which okay. is right next to south yep. bend at their library and i was the precinct committee woman for um my area my apartment complex where i was living and we um it was time for the election, and Tim was working the same campaign as me. So oh. I was his precinct committee woman, mm. and we worked all day at the polls, and then we started dating. I'll say oh. you learn about a lot about somebody when you spend all day right. working the polls with right. them. <laughs> and he, the election from, polls. Yeah. I'm from the, the election north. polls. <laughs> right. Election polls, not election polls. polls. <laughs> Election polls, I'm voting, voting polls, polls. <laughs> whatever. We'll let you answer the question. The, <laughs> the precinct. Yeah. Um, I'm from the north and he's from Jasper. And so oh. he had a job up in South Bend. And hmm. so we started dating and then we got. Uh, when did you get married? 1980. And uh, then 
Um, we moved to um, Harvey and then we moved here. Awesome. You said your kids, right. you had your children here. So they're two out of three. Two out of three were here. Two out of three. Right. It's not bad. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, I had um, two of them here. So let's go to the morning routine. Oh, okay. I, I'd <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. So, so how's a typical morning start for Mary Eckerly? I. Do you have, uh, do you, are you a newspaper reader? Do you read the paper in the do morning? You, do you hit snooze multiple times? I no, do. Yeah. no, no. And I don't need an alarm. Oh. And I'm not a. I'm a real wakeful sleeper. Oh. I, I'm not a good sleeper, especially lately. So I get up at 5.30, and that's mostly because he used to, and now he doesn't have to, but I still get up. And I have I have little things I do in the kitchen, and I do I do my Wordle. I do some reading. I, if I'm hooked on a book, that's bad, because then I Every all of waking sudden moment, at 7.15, yeah. and I'm racing to get <laughs> stuff done. But... Um, mm-hmm. I might do a load of laundry. I yeah. might. I used to walk a lot in the morning, um, and I probably will when it'll get when it'll get nicer. Where we landed is sponsored today by KB Computers, located in the Boston Hill Center in Marion. When you find yourself in need of computer repair, web services, or business IT, KB Computers is able to help. You'll work directly with the local team that can meet your needs with amazing customer service. Open Monday through Thursday, 9 to 5.30, and Friday from 9 to 5. The KB Computer team is ready to help. Just give them a call at 765-668-7700 or reach out to them via Facebook at facebook.com slash kbcomputersinc. Thank you to KB Computers for sponsoring today's podcast. So do you, I mean, do you have any... everybody else's routine. Let's hear this. Alicia, what's your morning oh, routine? Um, my morning routine is I wake up anywhere between 5.30 and 6. Well, technically, I wake up every morning at 3. <laughs> and I get yeah. up and I do Why some stuff. Do and then I go, yeah. Yeah. And then I, and then I go back to bed yeah. and snooze for a while. Anxiety said, get um, up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then I get up, let the dogs out, take my shower, get ready for the day, drink a cup of coffee, and I'm out the door. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have, well, I have a stretching routine that I do too, but... Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I meditate at night and read. And if I'm into a book, I read until Steve rolls over and he's like, your Kindle's too bright. Shut yeah. it off. <laughs> and it's like one o'clock in the morning. So, yeah. Scott, I what's see- yours? Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Well, yours is coming. Mm-hmm. So, um, this morning was up at 4.30, oh. back to sleep at 5. I was up for a half hour and just couldn't fall asleep. So, back to sleep at 5, then up at 6.15, and then shower We've got three dogs, so those all have to go out. <laughs> it's a sort of He really subject. only wants two. Yeah. They're very talkative dogs, too. Oh, my gosh. They tell you. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then some mornings I'll now stay. So we've got a little two-year-old. Um, and so some mornings I'll stay, make sure that we get him off to his preschool. Leo? That's mm-hmm. Leo. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's an awesome little kid. So, um but on mornings like this morning, I'll hop in the car at 6.30 to be up to start the day by 8 o'clock. So up in Grant County. So that's my morning routine. And you live in Hamilton County? I do. In- Carmel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have a son in Carmel. Yeah. I should get to know oh, him. Maybe yeah. I'll take him to dinner. There you go. Got a neighbor. He could yeah. be a neighbor. He Never could know. be. 141st in Ditch. Okay. And we're 116th in the Spring Mill. So a little bit. Probably. Oh, I know Spring Mill. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, Mary, right. don't give his address yeah. over the podcast. I, yeah. <laughs> I live on a We'll bar. edit that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right Iris. Iris. Well, I was going to say, mine's not near as impressive, but um, I am, I don't squeeze every moment out of my morning. <laughs> I'm normally rushing. You know, I'm not, I'm an optimist, so I'm always, I can always get it done. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hit snooze? <laughs> yeah, I'm a snoozer. Um, no, I'm not a snoozer. I'm a check my email, lay here for a few minutes, don't get up right away. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, but this morning is actually my spin morning. So I was up nice. at 4.30 um, and I was spinning at 5 a.m. And Good then I get home and then I usually um, I pack lunches because again you know that procrastination thing i can get it done tomorrow morning so pack lunches and sometimes i sit at the table with my leo and eat breakfast with him sometimes i don't and then i'm 
rush into the shower and then I'm out the door. So that's my morning routine. Yeah. Very good. So everybody's fed. <laughs> that's what I do in the mornings. Hunter and I started pre-making meals, like little yeah. bento box type oh, things. And box. he calls them, he calls them homemade lunchables. Oh, and yeah. we pack five of them for each of us. Oh, nice. And he takes one, his are in black containers and mine are in teal. I bring all five of mine to work oh, yeah. so that I don't forget. Mm-hmm. And then he takes one every day. And oh, so we do nice. that every Sunday. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Mary, guilty pleasure. Do you have one? Mm, reading. reading. <laughs> That's not guilty. Um, I like I like a little wine. <laughs> a little wine. Okay. Well, what, like, what kind is your favorite? Like, if um, you were going to recommend one that you're like, I just love this one, and I would buy it every time. I'm a Pinot person. I'm a Chardonnay person, and I oh. We found one that's silk and something, and it's it's kind of a blend, and Nobles carries mm. it. Oh. But um, Tim has an app on his phone, so he's the one who collects the labels and figures out, you Which know, ones that you like and don't which like. Which ones, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I like some of the wines at Aldi's. Oh, Aldi yeah, has a really good. Aldi's. They have some a very mm-hmm. good selection of reds, mm-hmm. and... Um, but yeah, I, I started out life with white Zinfandel. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think we that's all where did. everybody starts, right? Yeah. I started with Moscato. <laughs> I did. I didn't know any better. And we, we did go <laughs> to Napa on our honeymoon. Oh. Okay. Oh. Then we've been back once. Um, and I just really kind of discovered the whole thing of, you know, tasting and that type yeah. of thing and and that to me is just as exciting mm. as the drinking of it it's just the that whole ambiance of it and it's kind of fun to go to italy in chicago mm. have oh, you ever been no. there it's it's all italian and it's like you go in and you can buy produce and then you can buy all the pastries and then you go upstairs and you can get um you can get cheese and you can get um, pizza and you can get just uh, like a charcuterie. All right. I'm in. I want to go. Let's go. And even if you've got your kids with you, you can get a glass and just um, walk, walk around with a glass of whatever you want. And it's a, it's an experience. Mm. They have one in Boston. Mm. And they have one. Is it in New York City? I think. I think there's a couple of them in, in the United States. But Chicago's is right downtown, right off Michigan. I think it's off Rush. Sounds but like anyway. we should bring one here. Yeah. Right. Italy. Yeah. Got to start talking. <laughs> That'd be cool. Okay. <laughs> so you could build a remodel an old building. Yeah. And put it in there. Rosie's ah. is gone. Italy needs to come. Yeah. Is, is no longer. Yeah. Yeah. It closed. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah. So the guy I bought the business from, that was the first place he took me when I came up here. He oh, goes, you're going to really? love this place. Oh, And you okay. do. You fall in love yeah. with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I, it's kind of over COVID. They weren't having any in-person stuff, so I didn't go. I am really bummed about that. I can tell. It's crushing. I know someone who has a recipe for their cheese sauce. Oh, yeah. Need it well, that's the key. Yeah. I think I, I might have that at home, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their chicken parm was just unbelievable. Um, yeah, it was really good. We always got pizza. So... Always. Tim then is your or your wine organizer. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. So you just get to enjoy and he keeps all the data. He does. I did that doesn't I really did surprise me. <laughs> go through whatever we had during COVID and I I put it on paper. He put it on computer. Now see, that's me. <laughs> I have to have the paper. Right. Reuse so. paper too, right? You never yeah. let a piece go right. unused. I don't. Mm-hmm. You can always turn it into a notepad or a scratch yeah. pad or something. Yeah. So. What's your, and we've probably touched on this a little bit, but if you were to change something about Grant County, what would you change? Is there anything that you'd say, man, if we did this, this would be an even better place than it is today. Mm. Great place today. What you could mean we change? Physical features? Could be. Sure. Politically. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you said you like politics. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we like politics, I'm, but we don't I'm, talk. I'm politics, getting the, I'm getting right? a look right now. No, I, I just it doesn't I, have to be specific to a person. It could be structural. I think there's still a lot of silos in yeah. Grant County, mm-hmm. and I think that um, people could work together a little bit better. Um, I always a long time ago they had something like what would you improve I I've always had a thing about the signs on the bypass that if you go into a lot of towns all the signs are uniform and they just look so pretty like the Burger King and the McDonald's and this oh and so the then, heights are all the same the and... heights are the same mm-hmm. and I know that through the years like I, I know Aletha tried to get mm-hmm. that done and um I'm sure that Sam's trying to at the city too but you know you have one that's here bang one that's here I I just think that it's mm. it's distracting mm. I and I love green spaces in a town yeah. mm. And I love trees in a town. Yeah, I love trees in a town, especially like down the center of a road. Mm-hmm. When you drive down, there's trees on either side and they kind of grow up. And Yeah, yeah. And I know, I really believe that um, we should develop the community gardens more. We started that with family service with yeah. Robbie Ayers when he yeah. was there. And we, we had quite a few community gardens and even one across from the library. And some of them have petered out. Mm-hmm. Um, Kerfman still has one. I yeah. think there's a couple of out south. I, If people would only realize if we could do this, we could really feed a lot of people. Yeah. Now, I know Kylie's neighborhood, she's not able to be on with us today, but her neighborhood is starting a community garden. Great, I'm so glad. Yeah, uh, one of the neighbors bought a property um, that's by the mansion in her neighborhood. Um, if anybody's from this area, you'll know what the mansion mm-hmm. is. Um, and so they've got a large community garden plot. They're looking at getting bees. Cool. They've got then some sectioned oh, off plots for people. Yeah, she said they spent a whole day out there working on it the other day and just really, really enjoyed it. So I think maybe as we see these neighborhoods start to get out and want to be out after COVID and make those relationships, hopefully we'll start to see that kind of grow a little bit. Oh, good. The yeah. one the one across from us on Boot Street was um good and then it wasn't so good but last year a gentleman from the mission took it upon himself to take it over with some other people and he Mm -hmm. he was out there every day i'm really surprised the rescue mission guys don't take care of the one there by the library because it's right there by god okay right there by god's house yeah he got some other people together from the mission and they and you could see the tomatoes on the vines you know when you drove by yeah and yeah there's People find out what how it works. They mm-hmm. won't go in there and just take everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had years of that too. But it's community means we all help yeah. dig. Pitch we in. all help mm-hmm. plant. But I, we I, all help. Those are some of my ideas. Yeah, Mary, how can we best help you as as the leader of the library? What What are the things that our community could be doing to support you in a more impactful way? Well, we, I think it's important to push literacy wherever we go to encourage children to read, to make it part of their lives um, through the years. And, you know, my kids were in PAL Club too. I think that people get very focused, like on a Saturday, of all the things they have to do because we have working parents. And sometimes it's, a trip to the library just isn't in the cards, but if you, if they only knew that what a child can discover by themselves wandering, wandering the aisles of a library, just let them loose and let them pick things out and don't, um, and we could get into that, what's going on in the nation today with books. But um, yeah. anyway, I, I just think that a library should be part of their lives. And if people in town would get a library card and support our library. We have a friends group. You can join our friends group. We have a new museum person, um, Colin Kramer. He's young, but he's great. <laughs> and he's got a lot of ideas for developing our museum. I, I just think that, and I'm passionate about literacy, that we need a literate community. We mm. need for children to be reading 
well by the age by the time they're in third grade and so many aren't so many still need help and i i love the preschools little giants and all of them you know the encouraging and parents who read to their children i i would like parents of the community to read to their children at night and take them off their little devices and mm-hmm. um we um it's interesting because I can always remember my dad saying one of his pieces of advice that actually I can say on the podcast about having children <laughs> was teach your kids to love reading before school teaches them its work. Yeah. And oh, one of the that. and one of the things that um I found interesting is that I grew up loving to read. My parents read to us. We had like a little mini library in our house. I have the children's books that were my mother and father's children books when they were little. That's what my kids grew up on. Um, Monster at the end of this book was Gavin's favorite book Mm -hmm. when he was little. Um, But I always wondered why once we got into school, I could understand at the high school level, we had certain books that we needed to read, right? But why when we were doing Book It and those kinds of things as a kid, you couldn't really choose the books you wanted to read. They were like, oh no, it's got to be in this section or Mm -hmm. you've got to do this kind of book. And it does take some of the curiosity and the fun out of reading. And I always read a book before I see the movie because the book's always better. Um, But uh, so... It sounds like you coming into and really building this space in the library, like that's really part of your legacy from here. You let it from being that just one little building that I always thought, oh, it's cool. We have a Carnegie library to now being this massive library because I graduated in 98. So I remember the construction project and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Did all my high school research upstairs and the reference and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can just drop your kid, like not just drop your kid off, but like my parents would, well, my parents would come into the library and they're like, here's, here's the kids section. And they would like be at the door, but it did feel like my space. Like this is my section of books. And so that's one thing I just always loved about the library. And I got to know you more as an adult than really being the librarian. So I just want you to know as an adult, I appreciate that you created that space for us. Well, and we, I also think that if teens would discover the whole teen genre, there are so many good books out there for teens and books that are helpful for teens, not just stories, but within the story, Mm -hmm. it helps a teenager become who they want to be and not to be afraid of what they might, you know, they're so afraid of things. Um, We've lost a lot of kids through the years. We see them up until they're in eighth grade and then we lose them. But it's funny when they get their driver's license. They come back. Where's the best place? Oh, mom, can I just go to the library? (laughs) Yeah, we get them for a while. And I love that we have lifelong readers. We have the adults, the uh, older people are coming back now, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see them checking out books. So true story. Um, I don't know if I've shared this with anybody. So the Paige and I started dating in high school. So At the just a few years ago. Um, but the first time that we went and did anything together, we went to the library. Oh. <laughs> he picked me up and we went to the library. <laughs> I'm sure I was doing his homework for him or yeah. something, but right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was not doing his homework, but um, yeah. So I, I also, if I, I know we keep talking about the children's section, but it's the section that's, you know, top of mind for me right now with my children. Um, I just want to give a shout out to your team too. So um, while my daughter, um, you know, they always say like the light bulb goes off at different points in time of development mm-hmm. for kids. Um, I feel like hers was kind of forced a little bit. So for us, it was um, a little bit of a challenge to find the things that she enjoyed reading. So like we, um, while we were trying to not make it work, we were trying to make it fun. And the team there was just so great with us um, specifically. And I'll, I'll say this too, specifically like um, in you know, different grade levels and stuff. They use different, you know, levels or, you know, oh, they use dibbles or they use whatever the different reading levels are. You're a reading level F, but like they were always so great with helping us like translate that into different reading sections. And so 
we were always like really good about um, trying to find like a series. So there was always like a next book. Um, yeah. So the big thing for her, which, and I thought this was really great too. The big thing for her was she absolutely fell in love with like graphic novels. Oh, so she, she's my visual child. You know, she's the one that likes yeah. to draw and do all the good things too, but to be able to do the graphic novels, but like I used to go and get those too when I was younger. Like I went through a whole period of time where I think I rented out every single Garfield comic <laughs> book that was in the library. So it's just really, I mean, I appreciate all the work and all the things, um, yeah. you know, that your team does. They're great. They are so they great. They are all great. And even like the fun things, um, the one year we did the, on the Star Wars day, May the 4th. May, May the 4th be with yeah, you. Yeah, that day. It was so much fun. And they made like little um, lightsabers and stuff. So, I mean, don't, don't discount the library. Like there's so much cool stuff happening there. And Absolutely. Yeah. And as adult, I also, I'm sorry, Scott, I'm just taking right on over as an adult too. I totally take advantage of the, um, while I may not have time to go in and like find or search or whatever, I usually like do my research and then I put a book on hold and someone goes and pulls it for me and I get an email and they're like, Hey, come get your book. (laughs) It's at the front for you. So, um, don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on the library. Uh, I'm going to wrap with two questions for you. Um, first one is, do you know the history of the library? Like, I have no idea. Like how, far back do libraries go when when did the concept of libraries start so that's my first question and my second one is do you even know <laughs> what was the first collection of books i think that's well, what he's asking wasn't it <laughs> i mean you studied history persia, and library stuff so persia sure. comes to mind somewhere over there and i i look at you because i know you know history i there was the library that was alexandria thank you See, I, he mind melded me. Um, <laughs> She's yeah, speaking to Evan. I, I think that disappeared, or it, um, and it. But libraries in the United States, so they were they were started over, you know, across the world. But in the United States, I believe it was the Free Library of um, Philadelphia. I believe it was Benjamin Franklin who <laughs> who did it, and the, just about every community has a library. And they, there is a quote, um, I can't say it um, exactly, but it's, uh, you can tell the, the strength of a community by its library. And I, I've always felt that about Marion, that if you, if you have a stellar library, you're going to have people who are, who come in, who are reading. And I, I love it when public officials come in. I love it when people that I know, you know, who work in all these jobs, there are partners in the community. We, um, I think that we are more than just book. I mean, we have the technology, mm-hmm. we have the meeting rooms downstairs in case people want them. And yep. yesterday, went I okay. use yesterday went great. We use it. It's a multi-purpose space so that you can hybrid meeting in person and via zoom made it Super, super easy. This week, we partnered with Justice Middle School, Kari Persinger, yeah. and we we talked to a an author, um, Pablo Cortea, down in Florida, and he's written a lot of books for middle graders. And oh, he was he was just so good. He he was just so inspirational, and pretty hot too oh, so we, oh. <laughs> oh yeah him. i was gonna so, say you also skipped over the fact is that you guys also gave out that book for free too we did that book we that did that. and that was part mm-hmm. of you know we partnered with kari mm-hmm. and she's quite the fundraiser we had mm-hmm a lot of places mm-hmm. that helped us get those books and bring that author in and hopefully next year we'll be able to bring an, a middle grade author in live yeah. So we end every podcast with asking our guest what they um, are reading, watching, and listening to. So, what are you reading or watching on TV? Any podcasts you're listening to? Or okay, I'm reading a couple of books. I'm reading Dorothy Benton Frank. She writes books about the Low Country in Charleston, mm-hmm. and they're kind of light and airy. I love beach books, and I I just love her. She has passed and won't be writing anymore, but I'm reading that. And then I'm in an EDI group with Family Service, and mm-hmm. they're reading a book called This Chair Rocks yep. by Ashton Apple. 
apple white. white. Apple the, white, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's about um, ageism. Hmm. which is becoming a passion of mine, especially after reading this book. (laughs) But um, so I'm reading that, watching, um, still trying to go through West Wing. We started that during the election. And I saw it the first time, but... Martin Sheen is my president, too. <laughs> and, and I went to Notre Dame. So I, uh, I That's love a great West, show. I love West Wing, and we're, yep. we're going through it again. Um, we went so quickly through Ted Lasso that now I've got to go. I'm going back again because I'm in love with him. We love it. And a little touch of Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh, Yellowstone. I love know. Yellowstone. It's brutal. 1883. Have you yeah. watched that one yet? Yeah. Because Sam Elliott and I are pretty Ooh. tight. Oh. Another and, one. Yes. <laughs> and then He who, never ages. He doesn't. Yes, no, his voice doesn't either. But, um, <laughs> and I can't wait till Virgin River. Um, this back on and man that's a whole series come to the library we have the whole series a little bit different from the say um, what about bridgerton i am not ready it's on my list have you read them i've watched both seasons okay do you like it do you recommend it i have only watched the first season so i um, just the buzz right now so much on it it seems like there's another one i want besides yellows um yellowstone morning Jennifer Aniston, it's on Apple. Morning News. Oh, um, she's a the morning, morning show. show. Yes, she and Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. That's going to be back on season three. I started watching Jack Ryan with oh. Tim, and he. Um, I didn't think I'd like it because I never read Tom Clancy books, but boy, that is good. I, I like Tom that. Clancy. Yeah, and Jack Ryan. It's with um, from the Office, Jim. Yeah. What's his first? John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Very good. Yeah. Oh, watch that. It's very good. Yeah. yeah, watch that. Okay, Mary. Thank you so much for being with well, us today, and you. thank you more importantly for what you've been doing in our community oh. and for leading the library and for making a difference in people's lives. So it's been great to have you. Well, it's nice. To do- an awesome example, uh, mentor. Yes, thank you for shaping my childhood. and my adulthood i was gonna say and our adulthood yeah Yeah, you're shaping my adulthood as well for those of you who listen to podcasts like us uh on your podcasts and and uh we'll be back with you next week on where we landed thanks again see ya bye-bye today's podcast was engineered by kyra montero of frequency canvas